Audible presents this brilliance audio production of Zero Option by P.T. Duderman. Copyright 1998 by P.T. Duderman and performance copyright 1998 by Brilliance Corporation. All rights reserved. Zero Option. This book is dedicated to the proposition that the only real deterrent to the use of chemical weapons against this country is if this country possesses its own chemical weapons arsenal, along with the will to use them in retaliation. Treaties, conventions, and promises to the contrary are nothing more than lethal illusions. 1. Thursday, the Defense Reutilization and Marketing Office, DRMO, Atlanta, Georgia, 9 p.m. Wendell Carson sat at his desk in the manager's office, wondering if he should go out to his truck and get his gun. He just knew Lambry was coming in to shake him down for more money. Should he confront Lambry, see if he could scare him into backing off, or just play along and figure some way out of it later? He swiveled around in his chair. Bud Lambry was an Alabama hillbilly, a long, lanky, tobacco-chewing, mush-mouthed, mean-eyed bitch. He'd been Carson's spotter in the warehouses for eight years, and Andy White's before that. Let's face it, he thought, Bud Lambrey isn't going to scare so good, so use your damn brains. Play along with whatever he wants, then run some kind of con on him. Lambrey can't know what the cylinder is worth, so keep him in the dark. Agree to more money, anything, to keep him quiet for just a few more days until the deal goes through. After that... He didn't care what Lambry might say, think, or do. Wendell Carson, erstwhile manager of the Atlanta DRMO, would have a million bucks in his pocket and would be down the road and gone. That said, he wouldn't mind having his thirty-eight in his middle drawer just now. He looked at his watch and then heard someone coming down the main hallway of the admin building. A moment later, Bud Lambry let himself in his suspicious eyes sweeping the office to make sure they were alone. "'Evening, bud,' Carson said, not getting up. "'You said we needed to talk?' "'Yeah, we do,' Lambry said, going over to the window and taking a quick look through the Venetian blinds into the parking lot. Then he turned around and gave Carson a hard look. "'That thing, that red thing, how much they gonna give for it?' "'I don't know yet, bud,' Carson lied. They're excited about it, but they're a little antsy, too, seeing what it is. But they're going to deal. Oh, I think so. If they don't, I'm not sure what the hell we can do with it. But what's the problem now? Problems? Money, Bud said, a crafty gleam in his eye. He walked over to the desk and shook his arms out, as if he were preparing to take some kind of physical action. He leaned down, putting both his hands on the desk. Carson could smell him an amalgam of sweat and tobacco. That thing's got to be worth a whole ship pot full of money. Carson smiled. And let me guess, you want a bigger cut, seeing this thing special, and you're the one who found it? Damn straight. We ain't never lifted nothing like this one before. Carson nodded, pretending to think about it. Then he nodded again. I agree, bud. This thing's going to be worth a small fortune. In fact, it's so big that I'm thinking about just clearing the hell out of here once the deal goes through. First, because the money is going to be major, and second, 
because the heat is going to be major once the army finds out it's missing. Yeah, Bud said, relaxing a little. Reckon I might do likewise. How's half sound, Bud? After all, you were the one who found it. Lambry blinked. He had obviously planned to ask for half and settle for whatever he could get. Carson had surprised him. But then Lambry's eyes narrowed in suspicion. Okay, he said. And I want to be there, it goes down. No problem, but in fact, I need you there. For the money this thing's going to bring, I wouldn't mind some backup, you know what I mean? Bud straightened back up. All right, then, he said. You let me know. Them boys give us any bullshit, I'll fix her asses good. I got me some guns. They've never stiffed us before, no reason to think they will now. Lambry looked at him, trying to figure out what Carson's angle was. I've been too agreeable.